Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at DeskSquad.tv. Check out our website. Click on tour dates right now. You're in luck if you live in Canada or New York, because me and Tony Hinchcliffe are going on the road. We're part of the Dark Comedy Festival, and that starts tomorrow, Wednesday, November 5th. Me and Tony are doing the roast of Ron Jeremy. It's going to be a lot of fun. My first time ever roasting. I'm going to suck balls while Tony kicks ass. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good confidence builder for myself. Anyways, that's at the Royal Cinema in Toronto, Canada. And then the following day, we're doing some comedy at the Underground Comedy Club. And then Kill Tony, Friday, November 7th, live from Toronto. It's almost sold out. That's going to be at Big Picture Cinema. And then more comedy at the Comedy Underground, November 7th. And then November 8th, London, Ontario. And then November 9th, we're going to be in Buffalo, New York. I know, it's a lot of fucking tour dates in a short amount of time. And the best way to do it is go to DeskSquad.tv, click on tour dates, or you can go to DarkComedyFest.com. Also, check out ShopSquad.tv. There we have all our new merchandise, including the new stickers, the new hoodie, the new mugs, the new water gels, all the shit. Check it out. All right, here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band, coming to you live from the Road Famous Comedy Store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony, Volume 2. Give it up for Tony Hinchcliffe! Fuck yeah, everybody. Here we are. A lot of feedback uh, via live and social media about the excitement about tonight's show. How are you, Monday night? Here we are, super live, it's all happening, and uh, I'm excited, we have a lot of people here tonight, I'm very glad you guys made it out, some people told me earlier that I got to meet that stopped me that they drove all the way from South Carolina to be here tonight, so look out for that. Um, Myrtle Beach! He told me he signed up, this is very exciting, we went to the Magic Castle last night, That's right. I took Brian to the Magic Castle. Yeah, if you guys don't know, there's this big castle that you're not allowed to go to unless you're a magician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's been here forever and you drive by and you just get it just looks amazing from the outside but we got to go in there last night Tony took me and wow it's ama- you, you enter through this you have to like talk to an owl yeah. you have to be like open sesame and suddenly this bookshelf opens up yeah. and you, and then there's just and that's tons just of bars. The first thing like yeah. you walk through the lobby that's your way in is you have to tell an owl open sesame. Laney, you ever been there? Yeah, you're Hollywood royalty. Of course you've been there. Yeah. It's all people that look like Laney and Jerry and me and Red Band in there, stoned to the gills. So imagine that. Imagine what that looks like. But we, we look good. Oh, yeah. If Kill Tony ever goes to the Emmys, we're going to rock that That's fucking right. red carpet. You have to dress up to go to the Magic Castle. So I got to see Brian Red Band's doppelganger. That's right. Brian, <laughs> Brian Reichel. Yeah. That's with no hat on, combed hair, shirt tucked in. Like amazing. A, you went from a... You went from a uh, <laughs> five to a nine. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I've heard a nine to five, but five to nine. Five to nine. Uh, this is uh, Kill Tony, everybody. We only have one sponsor, and it is our private chef, Elise Lane. Yeah. She's not private, though. You can hire her for parties. Maybe you're having a big uh, get-together. Maybe Laney and Jerry putting on one of those fancy Hollywood Beverly Hills parties that you guys do. You could hire a, a real chef. Uh, she's called a recipe checker. She checks other people. Before somebody releases a recipe book, she tries their food and tells them, like, no, nah, I don't think so. 
Like that, there's, that's actually a job, and she does it. She's Elise Lane. She's on Twitter at Elise Lane, E-L-Y-S-E-L-A-I-N. So however you thought you would spell Elise Lane, you were wrong. She's on Facebook and Instagram at the girl with a pan. Now, lately, uh, I, I always tell her to write out exactly what she made. And uh, for the first couple times, I read it. And that was fun. Because oh, yeah. it's sort of hard to read, you know, really fancy recipes, you know, sometimes. They have crazy French words in them. This one isn't this tough tonight. However, for the last couple weeks, what we've been doing is I've had my speech impediment uh, prone... <laughs> Uh, associate producer of the show, the runaround man that makes Kill Tony happen, hangs up the balls that you see, sets the camera, makes sure that the sword is sharpened. His name's Josh Martin. He's standing right up there. Josh, why don't you come up and read what Elise Lane made tonight? He's on Twitter at Josh Martin Comic if you ever want to see some of his humor without the speech impediment. Now, we're doing something extra fun tonight. Last week, he read it, and he made many pauses so that he could figure out the next word and how to say it correctly. So every time he kept pausing, I kept saying, this is podcasting. You've got to keep talking. Make any noise in the world. Now, this week, what we're going to do is, is if he pauses at any moment while reading this recipe, Brian gets to flick him in the nuts. <laughs> Now, I told him, anything's better than a pause. So he could technically make like a noise. Or he can do anything at any given point. So be prepared for that. Are you ready, Josh? Oh, yeah. You better cough it up. Josh, are you ready? Uh, just yes. say yes. That's yes. a yes or no. No pausing. There's no pausing. Once you start reading the recipe, you have to continue. Okay? Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. First, before we start, guys, put your hands together for this situation that we created for you tonight. This is live. Anything can fucking happen right now. All right, tonight, Elise Lane made for us... Sesame ginger steak and tofu stir-fry with baby bok choy and silver almonds and sticky rice. And go fuck yourself. Whoa, he did it! I think we figured out... I, Josh, I need that. I think we figured out how to stop your speech impediment, Josh. You always have to have somebody there ready to flick you in the nuts. I fucking love it. Follow Elise Lane on Facebook and Instagram at the girl with a pan. Uh, another fun thing that we've been doing lately for the last few episodes is one of our funniest friends released a music comedy album, which is absolutely hilarious. It's available on iTunes. It's called The Shingles. Uh, he's here to perform another song from that album that we haven't heard yet. From Saturday Night Live and Mad TV, put your hands together for Jeff Richards, everybody, doing the new song, Def Wanna F, off his new album, The Shingles, available everywhere online. This is based on a true story. Based on a true story, everybody. And uh, somebody flicked Jeff in the nuts uh, because this is an awkward pause if I've ever heard one before. Um, what's wrong with your phone, Jeff? Is it not working? No. Does it normally play songs through a headphone jack? Yeah. It's the case. Oh, I like this guy's predictions. I could tell you work in the fucking audio business. That and you're dressed like a grip. Here we go. I can hear it. You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, new album, The Shingles. It's Def on F with Jeff Richards. The only guy to ever be on both SNL and Mad TV. He's here for you. Oh my God. It's that feeling again. 
It's my downstairs telling my brain who's boss, boss, boss. I, 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 death one ass, death one ass. If you come over, I death one ass. Get you undressed, get you undressed, and then we can ask. I don't have a place. I just have a car. If you come over, we have to F in my car. Get inside my trunk. Grab a hold of my junk. I'm so lonely, so lonely. Not that I'm better than that. My rod is deep and I don't own a cat. How could I own a cat? I live in my car. That just wouldn't be fair to the cat. What would the cat food cost? That shit could be really expensive. Like, what's really happening to the cat, right? Like, what if the, what if the cat like, got a viral infection or some shit? My friend Debbie had a cat. An ankle got swollen up. Never recovered. None of the box. I mean, I just, I just don't think I can go through that kind of turmoil right now. Seriously. Seriously. Before you know it. Jeff Richards, ladies and gentlemen. Holy moly. Jeff. Josh. Josh, come get Jeff's phone for him. Uh, fuck yeah, everybody. Jeff Richards. Wow. I've never seen anybody turn a... Uh, make a song out of a suicide note before, but I'm pretty sure he just did that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he saw his suicide note and said, you know what? This isn't the end. This is a song. And uh, there you go, Jeff Richards, everybody. One more time for Jeff. Every week we have a new head of security that keeps us safe and uh, watches over the show, makes sure that we're always in good standing. It used to be a guy in a $5,000 uh, Iron Man suit. Uh, he said that he got too big for the show. He left us. He lost over 2,000 Twitter followers because of it. And now he's making music videos for Tony Hinchcliffe. Right. He made a creepy music video this week that he tagged me in, and I, and I, and I clicked on it, and it's this weird song of his old bands. And, uh, and he, but he has, like, a Facebook picture montage of me, like, all my old pictures and stuff, and I just keep, like, coming up, like, these swinging pictures, like, old headshots and shit. And uh, it looks like he's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably will, because for the last 20 weeks or 30 or 40 weeks since he quit, uh, we have literally replaced him with a brand new person each week just to show him exactly how replaceable he was. And uh, this week's no different. This is actually this gentleman's second time being the Patriot because we loved him so much the first time he did it. He's one of the funniest rising young comics in L.A., an employee of the Comedy Store. He's Stuart Thompson. Genius Patriot, everybody. I'm talking, this guy is smart. Many, many people say he's our whitest patriot uh, and the most prim and proper. Stuart Thompson, 
How's it going? Doing great, Tony. How are you? Great. You look fantastic tonight. Thanks, man. Thanks for keeping us safe. Everything good? I'm doing all right. Anything I can do to help. Very good. Fuck yeah. You are the opposite of Josh Martin. You know that? You enunciate every word so clearly, and you always have an answer. <laughs> Just doing what I can. I love it. Put your hands together for the Patriot, everybody. He's going to be keeping us safe. A big part of the show. I <laughs> don't know what we'd do without you, Stuart. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. So let's do this, shall we? Everybody, you know the name of the game. I always have two, uh, two of my funniest comedian friends uh, on, uh, on the show. And uh, we talk to comedians that uh, do a minute each. After their minute, we figure out a little bit about them. And then uh, we delve into it. Maybe we add something to their jokes. Maybe, maybe we give bad advice. Maybe we give good advice. Maybe we talk to them about anything. Maybe something else they could be working on. Maybe we make fun of the way they're dressed. Anything can happen. It's Kill Tony. And tonight's two guests, two of my favorites. Put your hands together for Lana Turner and Ralphie May, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Hey. How's it going? Welcome, yes. bud. The great Ralphie May, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hey. How are you? Hey. Ralphie, thank you so much for making it. I know you just flew in and uh, one of the busiest guys uh, in the business. So. Thank my wife. She's the one who got me motivated <laughs> to be dressed. Get the fuck out. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, fatty. <laughs> I think that's what the words. I love it. You ever, uh, you ever been on a stage with something like the Patriot this close to you? No, but I love it. Good for you. <laughs> I like how the Patriots rocking Chuck Taylor All Stars. Yeah, it's awesome. He's he's one hit Patriot. Yeah, he right. believes that he believes in himself. Those shoes go pretty well with that outfit, though. I must say, they yeah. do. Yeah, right. Lana, this is your first time on the show as well. How's yeah. everything been going? Awesome. Thank you for having me. You guys been on the road, right? Yeah. I I just got back from New Jersey, which is, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lana was here all weekend. Yeah, I was here. Holding yeah. it down, holding down the yeah. fort. I love it. Busy. How about you, Brad, man? Hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, you I'm guys good. know each other? Oh, yeah. We've known Ralphie for a long time. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're all I in, dig it, man. We're all in the well, game. Well, what's with all these stiffs? What's, uh, what's the story <laughs> <here>? <laughs> You guys, uh, y'all ready for some comedy? Walk Hell yeah. yeah. Every week, our... Uh, Every week, our head of security uh, always asks the two guests a question. It could be about anything. I'm sure this week's no different. Stuart, go right ahead. Uh, first for Lana, uh, I hear you do music in your act, and I was wondering if you've always been musical or if you started doing comedy with music or if you just sort of transitioned into it. No, I started. I started out with writing songs. I wrote some dirty songs, and then next thing you know, I got paid to do that, and I was like, this is ridiculous. And then... That's where it all started. When somebody pays you, like, I got $20 for playing a night of comedy. And I was like, what is this for? And then that was it. So You were, you were surprised that you could I was paid. shocked. Yes. Right. Are you kidding? Yeah. And then 16 years later, I'm still shocked. No, so, I know. It awesome. is It is amazing. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, you play guitar, correct? Uh-huh. Do you play anything else? Uh. <laughs> you ever make an album or anything? Yeah, I just had my special come out on iTunes about awesome. three weeks ago. What's one hour called? special. So what's that called? So um, people can find it. So so I wrote a song about it, and uh, yeah. So I wrote a song about it. Yeah. Available on iTunes. Just people. came out Lana. iTunes anywhere you download stuff, and then in a few months it'll be on Hulu and hopefully Netflix. I love so, it. Yeah. Awesome. Huh. Uh, Stuart, how about for Alfie? 
Uh, Ralphie, uh, I'm wondering, you're going to be seeing a lot of new comics going up tonight, uh, a lot of beginners, and I'm wondering if there's something you see with new comics that you, uh, that sort of, um, that bothers you or really excites you. Uh, I don't know how much you keep your pulse on new comedy. Um, it's when they make dumb fucking mistakes. It just bugs the shit out of me, you know? You're like, going to see young, a few young of Young comics look down all the time. Yeah. That's the fucking worst. Yeah. You know, it's just like fucking believing your jokes. You wrote them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you like? What do you, what do you ever, what do you uh, really love when you see a new comic? Oh man. I like it when they get it, when they, when they write something and they get it. Yeah. They like, oh, okay, this is funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. It is interesting because a, a well-written joke can happen from, you know, sort of anybody, but when, when they can't perform it, when they're looking down and they're saying it at the same time. It's crazy yeah. how they cancel each other out. Well, you're going to see a lot of both of those things tonight. Uh, um, because uh, sometimes magic happens, sometimes it's a, it's a slaughter fest, and sometimes things get weird. And, uh, but we're going to keep it up. We'll have fun tonight. You guys ready to start this shindig? Yeah. Comedians, you know how it works. You get one minute on stage. You know your one minute's up when you hear the sound of a kitty. Aw, how cute. That means wrap it up, because this is show business. You can't go over your time, or else you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. There you go. There you go. I think we have about 10 minutes left of podcasting. Uh, so... Fantastic. That is an angry bear tonight, guys. Please don't bring him out again. The podcast listeners hate that shit. Uh, it's not the West Hollywood bear, by the way. <laughs> He's scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what Jeff Garland said. The Jeff, Jeff Garland said, that's not the West Hollywood bear. The West Hollywood bear would be like, hey, I want to fuck you. <laughs> it's really funny. Because he has a good chubby guy voice. So, like, he really, you know, he's got that stuff behind it. It's very bear-like and very West Why Hollywood. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> we need a You're new bear. You're not hairy enough. I'm not. I'm not hairy enough. <laughs> I love it. So let's get this party started. Are you guys ready or what? Yeah. Here we go. Your first comedian doing a minute tonight goes by the name of Ian Ellis. Everybody, come on, he made it, Ian Ellis. Yeah, man. My round of applause. How many people here think we should legalize weed? I do too. Like, I'd be cool if we just legalized weed for black dudes. Because I'm tired of getting pulled over every time I kick it with my boys. Like, my white friends smoke weed too. They just don't get racially profiled every five minutes. If you didn't legalize weed just for black dudes, I think they start pulling over brothers and searching their cars for black people. Like, whoop, whoop. And as you know, we're cracking down on underground smokers. And I couldn't help but notice you have a lot of white paraphernalia in the back of your car. I could let that lacrosse stick go, but when I saw that Kings of Leon sticker, I knew we had trouble. <laughs> I want you to tell me, is anybody in your car currently wearing blackface? Now, I don't want any trouble, but I distinctly smelled Axe Cologne coming from the trunk when I walked up. <laughs> I'm going to need you to pop it over. I swear to God, if a Mexican pops out, I'm taking your whole family to jail. <laughs> My name's Ian Ellis. I love you. Good night. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, fuck yeah. 
So you smoke pot with a lot of black people? Yeah, man. Really? That's my shit. Okay. Where, where are you from? I'm from Chicago, man. Gotcha. Gotcha. Fuck yeah. Interesting. Uh, Ralphie, what do you got? What'd you notice? Um, you asked like four questions before you hit them with a joke. You need to get to the jokes faster. Okay? Um, and uh, you had a good premise, and then you switched it, and then you switched it again. And, uh, you know, making it legal for only black people is a funny premise. That should be enough for your one minute. You know what I mean? Don't be in such a rush to change topics, you know? Delve into it. Find out what's funny. It's a good call. I agree. It is a great premise. And then when you're talking about uh, when you're off and talking, when it's changed to Mexicans and other things and the black face, you know what I mean? Like you could stay in that pocket for sure. Because if, if, only, if it was only legal for black people, then more white people would start hanging out with black people. <laughs> like yeah, there's right. like a lot of stuff there. That shit is hilarious. And uh, you can run with, uh, there's a lot of different directions you could go. Lana, what'd you think of Ian Ellis? Uh, I love that you went racial like with it. I think that's <laughs> great. You have balls to do that. But you kind of look like a skinhead. So <laughs> you got to be careful <laughs> judging that It's true. There's something yeah, very... Yeah, you got to come it, at it. It goes over great at the rallies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Here, here. How long have you been in L.A., Ian? I've been here a couple of months. I'm the dude that's been sending you fan art, so... Oh, wait, that's that cool shit. Yeah, it might. Wow, you make that? Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. That's amazing. I can't believe you're that guy. I didn't know the Red Band was doing all the cats, and those are fucking phenomenal. So buy the stuff that Red Band makes. Like, that's amazing. There you go. How do you like that? Nice. Brian uh, loved everything you did on here, up here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like the white jokes, you know, the, what was it, Nickelback or... Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon, Kings of Leon. right. <laughs> but I was kind of confused, like, I like, like, I like the, the beginning part, the idea of making it legal for black people, but I, like, like Ralphie said, you didn't really go too much into that idea, you just kind of started, you know, bashing white people and stuff. Uh, I think, I think that's interesting, and I really like the bashing white people, I just don't know, I don't know, I, like... That's, I would have to hear your premise for making it legal what your jokes would be about it because I, I, as it is now, it's just it, like, it seems like two different jokes that you're trying to mix together that don't really need to be mixed together. I don't know. How long but, have you been doing stand-up? About four years, man. Would you always say man at the end of everything? So, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just curious. Do you like, only hang out with black people? For the most part, because <laughs> they have the best weed. That's hilarious. We live in California. What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're all smoking that the might, same stuff. That might now. be true in Detroit, but California, fuck no. Anyone owns the best weed out here. <laughs> well, it's, and it's basically legal here now, too, yeah. so it kind of loses it on that. Yeah. So you could stop hanging out with black people now. Yeah, you yeah, want. you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, just in the nick of time. <laughs> what are you, my mother? <laughs> Did your mom tell you that? <laughs> She's like, what are you doing with the blacks? Whoa. Oh. Wow, you really are from Chicago. <laughs> you should talk about that. Just yeah. that. 
<laughs> yeah. That's interesting. You that's know, interesting. Because my sister, that's how it grew up growing up. My sister just hung out with black guys all she the time the and like got Jet Magazine. And my poor mom is just like, what the fuck? My daughter's reading Jet Magazine and she's shaving her eyebrow line. Wow. Both dead giveaways. Your sister's but... getting killed. Huh? I know. <laughs> Your sister's getting that black date. <laughs> Your sister's fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah your sister's right. fat girl. <laughs> is, she, is she chubby? She's she is now. Right? <laughs> she's got all that cum in her butt. <laughs> yeah, she's fat. <laughs> Ian, you ever been with a black woman before? I've been, I've been with a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. I, I did a joke at the black club in Chicago, Jokes and Notes, where I said that uh, sleeping with a black woman is great, but sometimes I wish like it came with a squeegee and a can of Febreze. Jesus. Okay. Uh, I can't I like, believe you, know, you repeated that. White women that. don't get musty like that, and the audience was very angry. Wow. <laughs> See, that's wow. something your black friends are probably laughing. Like, I can't believe he's got. <laughs> I can't believe he's gonna do this little white guy. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I mean, no, normally when people are like one time, black this girls' comedy- pussy be stinking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's exactly what you're saying. <laughs> well, why are you beating around the bush when you could just say that line? Yeah. Normally when comedians are like, one time I did this joke at this club about this, it's not like their most regretful joke that they've ever said, but you went for it, Ian. I mean, you totally committed. Wow. Like, that, th- that was the whole thing? That was the setup and the punch, everything you said? I try to be memorable. Well, you're definitely that. Ian Ellis, everybody. Thank you so much yeah, for that yeah. artwork. you got to check out his uh, original Kill Tony artwork. It's a few of the last things that I posted on my Instagram, if you're, uh, if you're listening. Uh, you'll see. He's at Chicago Open Mic. That's right. That's you. Because I tagged you. Because I'm a nice guy. Because you made that. He's at Chicago Open Mic. I never would have guessed that uh, that's what that artist would have been like. Like It's a very intricate drawing. And uh, I'm very surprised. And while he's drawing it, he's thinking... Black girls' pussies. <laughs> Febreze and a squeegee. Squeegee and Febreze. Yeah. Holy shit, man. That's oh. a one-two punch. <laughs> Fuck. I love it. Well, there you go. We just learned a lot about Ian Ellis in a few minutes. <laughs> and pussy. How to clean it up. Yeah, right. You know what I always do? I always ask... Uh, um, uh, guests that are on for their first time if there's something that they did when they first started that they can't believe that they ever did on stage like a line or you know uh, anything you know I've gotten all kinds of answers some people tell me they used to go up and with a ventriloquist puppet and they can't Whoa. believe they did that you know some guys would take off their shirt and do an impression of the letter C one of them said and uh, and uh, so I'm wondering any th- any regrets from your very early on like the first few months or anything crazy you did you can't believe you said or did no man I I I had a good run man yeah. you know when I started open mic I uh, uh I was in college and high school at the same time and I uh, um I got a blowjob from an unattractive girl after my set. <laughs> And I said, fuck college. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's perfect. How about you? Any regrets? Anything crazy you can't believe you did? Mm. A song about the... Did you get blown by an unattractive girl? One time. um, 
No, you know, I you used to struggle. You ever forget to tune your guitar or something crazy? No, I just would struggle with what to wear. Sometimes, like, as a chick, I think that's a hard thing to know, like, how you're perceived. So yeah. I would wear these, like, try these, like, cat print outfits and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just look like. And I, I regret that a little bit. But, yeah. you know, you try it. But nothing, like, too crazy. Because I think anytime you try something on stage, whether, it, even if it didn't go well for you, that's, right. like, how you learn. Like, it's yeah. how you get better, so. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Stuart actually had the same thing. He wore cat print outfits when he first started. <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> Guys, I pulled another name out. This looks like a new name to me, and I am always excited when new people are on. Put your hands together for Tam Fam. <laughs> there he is, Tam Fam, everybody. You guys know that old saying, as happy as a Japanese businessman at a middle school cheerleader car wash? I'm that happy right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that I like little girls. No, I'm just saying that. I, anyway, um, so it's good to be up here. Um, uh, I'm not expecting this to go well. Um, the weird coincidence, those are the exact words I use right before I have sex. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly a ladies' man. What? No way. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true, believe it or not. Um, I always worry when I do these because I'm an introvert. I, I don't really belong on a stage. You know? um, it makes about as much sense as being homophobic and shopping at Whole Foods or, <laughs> or having a cologne allergy and attending an Armenian bachelor party. <laughs> All right, I, I guess that's good. Thanks, everyone. There you go. 59 seconds right of thunder. Tam fam. Tam fam. I know, right? Fuck yeah, he's already got his own shirt made. <laughs> I dig it. I guess you do that first and uh, figure out the rest later, huh? How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, three months. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah cool. that's great. Yeah. You great. actually had some jokes, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it was very fun. Yeah. Uh, Don't talk about yourself in the third person on stage and act like someone else is talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're better than that part yeah. where you heckled yourself. That yeah, no way thing. Okay. Yeah, just let somebody heckle you or don't, or to just plow through like it's not happening. But you know, you don't have to heckle yourself. And really talking in the mic and project your voice because it was really quiet. I had to turn you up a lot just okay. to. Well, unless you really okay. heard somebody talking to you, <laughs> you hear like voices. Not today. Yeah. No. no. Okay. It is the comedy story. You never know. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Could be his thing, you know? I love it. Uh, Where are you from? Yeah. Uh, I'm from the Valley. I lived there my whole life. I'm a Vietnamese. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Japanese part. I was like, you're not Japanese. Like, that threw me off. I mean, you're very Asian because you put your comedy thing on your shirt. That was very Asian of you. Yeah. But different yeah, Asian. Thai, right? Huh? You're Thai? Uh, Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Vietnamese? Yeah. Vietnamese, mm -hmm. of course. That's how he got the shirt. The, yeah. The dry, the, the dry, the, Did the your brother make it people. for you? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they groaned you. That's hilarious. Fuck yeah. oh. oh. Oh, wait a minute. We're supposed to be assholes. Oh, okay. okay I'm sorry. Oh, we're thinking China. Sorry. Yeah, it was made right. in China by a child. Or they were mad at that. They were got the yeah. thing wrong. I tell you, man, you had some jokes, dude. Yeah, you had some great. fucking jokes. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> I was impressed. I thought the homophobic Whole Foods line was funny. I thought the 
the cologne allergy was a little way, way to go, but it was funny, you know. But you got some good stuff. Yeah, man. it's amazing you know? for three months. Uh, so is this something you've always wanted to do? What were you doing three months ago? Uh, I was working at an ad agency doing IT, um, saving up money so that I could. Whoa, do this that's really time. Asian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm good at math and I'm a horrible driver too. Oh so yeah, oh uh, man. That's Asian as it gets, man. <laughs> Asian y. <laughs> New favorite adjective. <laughs> Asian y. Uh, fuck yeah. Except man. it would be pronounced Asian. Asian y. Asian. I can't say it. You can't say it. Uh, I can't even do an Asian accent. I bet your parents are so Asian, it's crazy, right? Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. Um. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. Uh, I came out wrong. <laughs> Do they speak English? Uh, sort of. English? Yeah. Yes. Okay, they, I did it that time. English. I pulled it out. You got it. I got it that time. How long into doing stand-up did you make the shirt? Because <laughs> it's been three months since you started. Uh, it doesn't look like the first time you've worn it. <laughs> uh, about a week and a half, I figured, I just wanted people to know how to spell my name. A week so. and a half in? Yeah. You were ready for people to not forget how to spell your name. I yeah. love that. It's like, growing up, you had favorite stand-up comedians and stuff? Um, Is it something you've always loved? Did you find it recently? How yeah, old are you? Did you um, really like the cook and westerns? The cooking. <laughs> <laughs> they, Are you minute. still looking for Dr. Jones? <laughs> he held on to his potatoes. It feels like we're stepping on fortune cookies. Those aren't fortune cookies. <laughs> You've had like 40 questions. Now you need to answer um, all of them. And get I the, found Dr. Jones. Score. He held on to his potatoes. <laughs> uh, um... I discovered this. Uh, I sort of got into stand-up a little bit later, but I've always been in a comedy like Howard Stern. I got into uh, right. real heavy. I'm 32. Um, I You're 32? Yeah. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, man. Oh, my God. That's amazing. You Asians are insane. You probably fucking smoke a pack a day and everything. Like It's an amazing race. And they sit on their ankles, too. Yeah. They sit on their ankles. Yeah, like, that, like that's smoke easy. Smoke cigarettes and sit on their ankles and make duck. <laughs> fucking love your style, man. Yeah, man. My man. He's like, so fuck you, you, I'm in IT, bitch. I know, right? Yeah. He's an IT guy. <laughs> so you saved money working the IT thing for years, probably, right? Oh, uh, yeah. You're 32, and you started three months ago, and you saved money so that you could do this full time for the rest of your life. Uh, two years. Wow. You saved enough money for two years. Yeah. Fuck, Ian Ellis is about to rob you on your way out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he hangs with black people. <laughs> Their pussies be stinking. Do you, do, do you get do you get up a lot? A lot? I mean, do you go uh, try to do different kinds of spots around town? Uh, I do a lot of open mics, but I don't get like booked. Right. Know. Well, of course, you've only been doing it a few months. Yeah. But like, are you going up a lot? Uh, yeah, I go to like six a week. I, I get up maybe two or three times. You got to go to ones where you can, no matter how long you wait or whatever, at least you know you're going to get up. Right. You know what I mean, except for this show, which is perfect for because it's like crazy what could happen. You're, and uh, You can also, if you talk to some of the other Asian comics, you, you'll, you'll know that there's a lot of cool things that you can do that 
regular comics can't do, and which is do comedy for Asian people. And because there's, uh, there's, a, there's a void there. there like, there's people that want to see comedy, you know, with, from other yeah, Asians. There's even you a, should there's really even a... try a comedy contest. I'm just saying. Yeah. You should really try that. There's a, there's a uh, club in Pasadena that uh, a lot of Asians perform at. I think it's called the Rice House. And, uh, <laughs> and I think... Uh, it doesn't even start with an L! What? It's, it's, no, I'm sorry. You son of a bitch. Guys, I love this guy. Tam, I hope you come back really soon. Thank you. Yeah, Anything man. else for Tam fam? Yeah. I'm sorry. So are you completely not working your day job anymore at all? Right, You just yeah. stopped... Okay, yeah. so you could actually go... And you have money. You could go anywhere also in the country and try like different clubs and just put yourself out there in a totally different way because you're you got money that's so rare uh, yeah i also live in los angeles so that is, I, I don't have that kind of money i have yeah. like bus ride for two years he's got asian, yeah, kind of asian money. money you can eke that out you, know, you guys can survive on fucking like oh rice <laughs> yeah you know what i mean we could do you like some sort of cr- like in a few months, like if you once you get like enough time, like a little bit of time together, you have a little money, you can do some shitty runs that allow you to do a lot of stage time with it. If you don't have have to pay money to survive, this work at a comedy club. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. That's a job that's barely a job, but that will give you spots and help your comedy and yeah. give you a little bit money. So and you have to all those fuckers need help with their computers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What's the next batch of naked celebrities you're going to release? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one hurt. Fuck yeah. By the way, I heard it's guys. I guess I heard that the next batch, those people that are releasing all the naked photos, I guess now they're releasing the Brad Pitts and I'm like I guess that's the next wave. It's just uh, all the guy celebrities. Thank God. Now. Oh my god. <laughs> that's going to be creepy. George Clooney with a cummy cock. Ugh. <laughs> Oh. That'd be creepy. Ralphie, you just 14. wanted to say that, right? George Clooney with the coming cock. Say that three times fast. George that'd Clooney be, that, cock. that would be a crazy vine if that got released. <laughs> uh, Tam Fam, there he goes, everybody. Tam Fam. He's on Twitter at Tam Fam Comedy. For those of you that didn't read his shirt, Tam Fam is spelled T A M P H A M. Word to that. Hell yeah. Heavy on the P H. Heck yeah. Tam Fam, not to be confused with Dat Fam. You dealt with Dat Fan, right? Yes, I did. That's right. That's insane. That guy's already funnier than Dat Fan. You want to you, you hear an amazing Dat Fan story that I've yes, never told before to. that I'd love to tell? And this is uh, via one of, uh, one of my good buddies, Comedy Central roast writer Jesse Joyce. He was once hanging out at the Hollywood Improv, and this is right after Dat Fan one uh, last comic standing which if you know anything about the history of it is insane because he beat supposedly Ralphie May a monster comedian and has come out you know with a new hour pretty much every year or two a year like you're one of the most productive and hilarious comedians and that fan's done nothing since then but anyway the point being this you're gonna fucking love this so here we go a bunch of people are at a packed Hollywood improv. There's like a big bar there, you know, in the front. Everybody walks through the front, this front bar, and you see who comes in. Now, that fan, it's a, like a packed Friday night. He had just won last comic standing. He walks into the improv. Now, that fan's <laughs> like one of the least respected comedians, okay? <laughs> so, that fan walks in. Now, what year was that that this all happened? 2003. Okay, 2003. So, imagine this. This is a true story. That fan walks in. 
behind him, without that fan knowing it, 2003, in a robe, Rodney Dangerfield walks in behind him. Now, people at the bar start like freaking out, like, oh my God, you see fucking Rodney Dangerfield? And everybody starts this slow clap and starts standing up. So excited because they're all looking at Rodney Dangerfield in this, you know, robe, sort of just like straggling around Melrose. But he knows the Improv's a comedy club, even though he's a little bit old, maybe a little bit out of it. Who knows? But the whole place is going insane. Just, yeah, because Rodney Dangerfield's there. And Dat Fan's in front of him, not knowing that Rodney Dangerfield's right behind him. <laughs> so he's going, yo, thank you, you know, blah, blah, blah. and everybody's like, fuck you, Dat Fan. Rodney Dangerfield's playing. He turned around and he's just like, oh, God. And he scurried away. Oh, and, man. and the people that were there, it's like ingrained in their brain forever. It was like the 9-11 of perfect timing. <laughs> and, uh, so it's like, you know, Jesse Joyce can't even... Jesse Joyce can't even tell that story without like choking on a lung because it's just so funny to him because he actually has the video image of it in his head of the uh, experience. So That's a great example, though, for younger comics because he got so successful so fast off that show without really earning it that it just killed any opportunity he would have of being a respected, legitimate... I mean, if right. that had happened 10 years from when it did, he might actually have more of a career. I Absolutely. don't know what he's doing right now, but he was always really nice. Right. That's one thing that he was nice, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. He was weird. He, yeah. Yeah. Jay he London, was a great. Jay London once gave nice. me a great piece of advice off of that uh on that note which was uh, you know, uh have all the fun and learn and develop as much as you can now because once they know who you are, you have to it's all it's all work from that point on. So, yeah, yeah. Like something. Ralphie was so ready when yeah. he got that show. He was just yeah. ready. Yeah, and uh, Dad was not ready. So, right. Yeah, he has an opener. Yeah. Tam Fam. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so wait. Actually, Tam Fam was funnier. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, more original, right? Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Come back, Tam Fam. We love you. Yeah. Yay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Your next comedian goes by the name of Eric Levi Hackett. That's a serial killer name, so I'm pretty excited to see what happens here. Whoa. You know what that means. No Eric Levi Hackett here? Well, that means he just got, Stuart, blacklisted. Make noises. Louder. Josh, Josh, we need help with... Yeah, your sound's out. <laughs> Super weird. That's never happened before. He said it might go out of battery. Just go right ahead. Make yeah. make some noises into the mic. 
Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One of my favorite blacklist things ever. Just everything going wrong. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Earl Levi Hackett sounds like somebody who's like trying to assassinate the president, right? Okay, your next comedian goes by the name of Johnny Stewart. There we go. There he is, right out of the middle. This might be South Carolina, isn't it? Uh, no, that's him no, right there. That's the other guy. Hi, I'm Johnny. I got a minute. I'm going to get right into it. I think that buying a car is a lot like adopting a kid. I just went to the car dealership, and they were trying to really hard sell me, and then I realized, like, this dude should be selling children with this kind of intensity. Like, he was a... Because color affects the price a lot more than you think when you're trying to adopt a kid. You know what I mean? Reliability, no, that's going to cost you big time. But it's worth it. You don't want to get one of them salvage models. Swear to God, that you know the owner before it didn't take good care of it at all. That's going to mean costly repairs in the future. And, uh, wow, they went a lot quicker than I thought it was. <laughs> I, I, I kind of starstruck. I got the perfect 10 right here. I didn't even, I didn't even expect that shit. I, I got a, can I tell a bit, I got about Ralphie May real quick? You sure. have 14 seconds left. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. All right. Uh, John Panette died. The next one in line is Ralphie May. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's not even a fucking joke, you people. No, no, no. Because I got him at the book, at the booker was telling me that, uh, if... Oh, no. Johnny, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Oh, sorry, man. I love you guys. I have so much respect for you, right. man. It's not it's even a, a joke. No, it was a joke, but it's not a 14-second joke. <laughs> well, it's not a fucking seven-second oh, joke, either. Man. It's not a 30-second It's not a joke. Oh, brother. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> Johnny, what, are we, what did you even talk about? What, what, what's your deal, Johnny? Where are you from? Uh, You've never been I'm on San Bernardino. You've never been on stage before, correct? No, two uh, two months. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many spots a week you've been doing? Uh, about three or four. Interesting. It's hard to get it down to a minute. A lot of my things are longer storytelling type things. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You should not be doing stories right now. <laughs> right. You should just be doing concentrating on jokes. Yeah. Man, you, you really, you kind of blew our mind when you came up here. You look like... Oh, John. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Like, John like, Wesling. Yeah, John Wesling. Yeah. I don't know who when that we was. first... Comic Houston from uh, comic. Houston. Oh. Both of us. I was yeah. like, ooh, oh, look at the hat backwards. And his name's even John. Yeah. Yeah. The hat, the, moving the hat backwards is a smarter move than what you know. Yeah, because the shadow. I, I, yeah. Right. Right. It blocks off your face. Always move it away. <laughs> That's why it's it's hard for, um, like, um, like the big thing now is, like, facial hair. I mean, it's the same thing. The, you don't see guys on TV with, with uh, a lot of facial hair and, like, sitcoms and stuff like that. And the reason is, is that people don't believe them they don't they don't believe in them they don't they don't think they're being honest uh, they have something to hide and same thing with a hat it's like you have something to hide and so they'll, they'll is that why I'm not on saying. TV I just need to shave and take this hat off <laughs> <laughs> it would help but yeah I mean it's I, not I, a miracle you know I I, 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 I do the ha- I do the hat thing like I, I still do the hat thing mm-hmm. because I, I, I remember you get really defensive about this no 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 no. I remember happened. people telling Rogan that back in the day and Rogan would come out on stage with wearing hats mm-hmm. and I remember going well, he's doing it it's not affecting him people are still connecting with him and so now I just I never really think of that but I don't know I get it I it just it does make sense when you're looking at it from the back of the room 
Yeah, however, you know, your your style is sort of tailored towards wearing a hat because you don't make, like, any real faces and stuff, you know? Right. And because, I mean, if you did, know. then you'd really I be... I should try it without a hat for, like, a, a month. Yeah, especially since eyes. I saw you last yeah. night at the Magic Castle with no hat, and I'm telling you, this fucking guy cleans up well. Look out. <laughs> Brian Redband on the cover of Esquire this month. <laughs> <laughs> now Johnny let's talk about it uh, what were you even trying to say during that you were uh, adopting the beginning a baby was uh, how buying a kid is a lot like uh, no like adopting a kid is a lot like buying a car it's like an extended metaphor type thing right buying like and then you just rambled off like 20 different things really fast it, it, it would yeah. be it'd been funny if you like went into one kind of talked about one then went into another one maybe yeah it just seemed like you just like hit us really fast yeah, and we were you, just like what the fuck's going on yeah, you said you were no it was a down. minute yeah it, it was a minute I was trying to get it in like it's like when I dropped one of the, each color when you thought it was a minute were you pausing in your head for laughter no, <laughs> I just got the light started freaking me out. I'm sitting next to like four of my favorite comedians. I'm just like, oh my god, what's going on right now? This is like crazy. Yeah, you're definitely from the San Gabriel Valley, uh, <laughs> San Bernardino, which is even farther in. Like that's the top of GTA 5's map, right? Yeah. You're, tre- <laughs> <laughs> you're Trevor from GTA, pretty. Yeah, right on, man. All right. Well, uh, I like your style. Do you talk about working at a gas station or? <laughs> I'm actually like an engineer and an accountant and stuff. Really? Yeah. 22, I have like a wife and a kid and a mortgage. and. <laughs> wow. Get out wow. of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I wanted to get into comedy. No. It's just soul drenching. <laughs> it's like, the other oh. way around, man. You should drop out. Oh. No, it's the truth. Before he fucks his life up, he's got kids. He can't fucking... Can't we go and waka 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 when you got kids? Well, it destroys me. Y'all got kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but we were, we're together forever and I'm fucked successful. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean. I'm sorry about the failed Ralphie Bay joke. It's all right. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's just that you. It's it, Comedy is such a brutal mistress. I mean, you have to. You know, you, every night you should be doing two or three sets, and in clubs, and and that doesn't leave a lot of time for a family. Right. Then your wife, she w- didn't get into this with you when you were already doing stand up. So you're going to be out at night, away from her. Yeah, and the kid. it's hard, man. Maybe, yeah. maybe you you st- don't make as much money as you could in your other job, or you start letting. Yeah, it, we've seen a lot of people lose their. Marriages. Yeah, I know I'm like, don't quit your day job type yet, yeah. but it's just fun. It's like, it this is probably fun. the best minute of my week, to be it honest. It's just like, I love it. Now you're, <laughs> you're from San Bernardino. You're right. 22. Right. You have a kid. Right. I'm guessing the kid's what, 12? Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> She's like one. Wow, uh-huh. one year old, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, fuck yeah, man. It seems like an interesting time to be getting into, into stand up. I don't know. That's a tough one. What does the wife do? Uh, she works from home doing computers and stuff like that. Like we pull together like webcam videos. Money. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh. what's, what's computers? She make more money if we were doing that. Not like computers to like remote desktops type stuff. Fixes your computer from the other side of the yeah, country. Yeah, the kid and the wife's hard. You know, you're 22. That da- uh, Tam Fam has 10 years on you, but he's got no kids, right? Ta- right? Right. There you go. <laughs> 
See how excitedly he said that from the back of the room? He couldn't wait to talk about not That's having hilarious. kids. Yeah. My man, Tam Fam. <laughs> yeah, so just cool. having a relationship and being a comedian, not even being yeah. married with kids is one of the hardest things. Unless yeah. you, I mean, because the time that you're at a comedy club is late at night till yeah. one in the morning till two. And the only way you could do it is like if you date a stripper. So I recommend doing that. Uh, there you go. I, it's good to know. If good he wasn't, we, we met long before we had kids, right? And and so we were both in get it, you know, we both know what we're doing. But if if he and wasn't making a decent income, we couldn't be living in L.A. doing what we're doing. We'd be a completely different picture. I mean, we'd still probably be doing comedy. We'd be living in some place else, just figuring it out it's it's a it's a weird thing yeah i'm not thinking career fun. yet about it it's just like five like I'm a place you. to let my adhd out for right. like a couple minutes a week it's like great i gotta work in the morning then school and then do this and then hang out with the kids in the weekends and stuff and it's like it's just fucking jam it all in my wife's super supportive i love it you're hey in baby you're in it <laughs> okay. She's, nobody's there <laughs> she will be <laughs> you're an engineer and accountant but you're still going to school yeah, because uh, when I got in, I got into the warehouse, so they keep paying me shit warehouse money for like a six-figure job, so I'm trying to get a degree, and like, you know, they see me as a kid and shit, but yeah, fuck it. There you go. Because you're kind of a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a kid with a kid. It's yeah. rough. So how'd that happen? You, you, were you guys trying to make a kid? Oh, yeah, we've been together like eight years, right when we turned 18, uh, got married, you know, planned to have a kid. How long have you guys been together? Since like 14, 15. Wow. No, she's fucking cool. I love her. She's, she's like really cool. That's she was like really like subjectable as like uh, when we were younger. So it's just like build a bitch workshop. You just like get her <laughs> right into whatever you like to do. She's got tattoos and shit wow. now. Well, that's, I want to hear you talk more about that. She exactly, fucking hates that joke. That's exactly what you should be talking yeah, about. Yeah, that that's real really stuff? nice. <laughs> build a bitch. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, only you can really talk about that. Yeah, if that's you've been awesome. dating her since she was 14, then there you go. That's Johnny so Stewart. Give me a card, right, man. man. Give me a card. Thanks for you guys' podcast. Right on, man. I love you guys. Yeah. Johnny Stewart. One of the few people in San Bernardino that's able to listen to this podcast. I don't know how he has Wi Fi. Uh, I don't even think there's a really fucking sweet. Starbucks in that city. Then it went horribly wrong. He's on Twitter at Johnny's Comedy. He has an apostrophe in there. But that can't oh possibly God, be wrong. part of your... Okay, so there's no apostrophe? Yeah. Okay, oh, follow him at Johnny's Comedy. Get you a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just look up John Wesling, too. You look so much like him. That was crazy. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, t- hey, hey, just figure it out, man. Google yeah, it. Yeah, just find it. <laughs> Hey, uh, Tam Fam, how many uh, how many different Tam Fam shirts do you have? Is that do you only have one? Oh, okay. You wear that every night when you could do stand up? When he was young. You son of a bitch. And he said he goes up what yeah. four or yeah. five nights a week. You're gonna look him up now and fucking be like, guy. I don't fucking look like this guy. But he, he did like ten years ago. Yeah. Tam Fam, do you have a sister? Yes. Tammy yeah. Fam. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hands together for your next comedian. He goes by the name of Rob Lewis. Hello, fables. Gangsta Pokey on two hours. Taking off the jacket for deep in the upper deck. Guys, uh, I'm going to talk about something really serious. Um, 
I just moved here from Philadelphia and feeling a little homesick. Uh, mainly, I'm just really upset because I really do miss my family. There's some things I don't miss about them, though. For one thing, uh, everybody in my family has always really been used to exploiting me my entire life. Like, when I was a kid, uh, they found out at an early age I was actually a decent singer. So I started singing, like, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, all sorts of things. My family loved listening to, like, old R&B. It was great. And then they realized, like, my favorite song to sing was You Are the Sunshine of My Life. And they wanted me to sing that at almost every single family gathering. It got really annoying really quick. Like, I was singing at funerals. I was singing at birthday parties. I was singing at bar mitzvahs. Guys, singing You Are the Sunshine of My Life at a fucking funeral is really fucking awkward. I'm just not going <laughs> to... Like, and singing it to, to my aunt as her husband's being lowered. Like, this just... Whoa, Rob. Whoa, whoa. There's some birds in there, too. Uh, hi, Rob. One punchline in one minute. That's what the uh, that's wait, what that wait, was. What was the punchline? Oh yeah, no, there wasn't one. That's right. Thanks. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure that was awkward. Now it seems like you're telling a very true story from a true place, right? Uh, how long have you been doing stand up? I've been doing it for about four years. Oh my god. <laughs> Ralphie, what do you got for Rob? <laughs> a pink slip? <laughs> I'm kidding. I um, I I wanted you to get into it faster. Uh, you came up and you uh, you had a dramatic pause and stuff like that, and and all your when you're on a clock, you have to get to it faster. Um, and uh, when you say as a child you were exploited, the natural tendency is that you know your uncle uh, sucked you off or something. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you have to be careful with your verbiage, okay? If you're going to go there, go there. But if you're just going to tell a story about singing an awkward song, it, it doesn't quite have the, your uncle blew you, you know what I mean? You know, no need. Um, I, I, you have a funny premise. You know, sunshine of your life to there, just get to it faster, you know? Uh, it's, it's a good premise. It's, it's a very funny awkward thing to have happen you know they want you to sing as they're lowering the husband into the ground it's fucking funny you know um just expound upon it and get to it faster yeah i felt like you walked up here defeated before you even started talking like you kind of like um a good example many years ago i got to see phyllis dillard walk on stage and she glided. Like, it didn't even look like her feet touched the ground. And she kind of did this, like, thing with her arm, which would look ridiculous if you did that now. But, um, <laughs> but she just hit the stage like such a star. And it was so, like, it just blew my mind that the moment she was there, she, you just couldn't take your eyes off of her. And when you walked up, you just looked kind of like, and then you grabbed the mic and paused. And it just didn't look like you were ready to, to do it's it. true. You seem a little bit happier now than you did during... Your set, like you have a little half smile going on, right? Is that well, it's usually my setup. <laughs> gotcha. I usually like to go into longer sets. I usually like to go ahead. And I'm working on this particular bit. I usually like to go into longer sets and try to kind of create a little bit of an awkward laughter. Andy Kaufman was actually a big influence of mine early on, right. so I always like to model off their really awkward, kind of weird comics. Gotcha. Like that. Well, in that case, I'd say commit to that more. You know what I mean? If that's what you're going for, because it just came across as sort of uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It seemed like you weren't in control. You know, Andy would go so far to the extreme of 
making it weird that it would fucking get weird like all the way whereas with you it's just like oh this is sort of weird but he's trying to plow through I'm sure there's a big point coming any second now and that it just wasn't happening eh, probably if I'm doing something like a minute like this maybe just try to work on more punchlines where I can do shorter sets like this I like to do a lot of monologues and talk and I usually like to sing in some of my sets I actually do a lot of stuff at um, a couple other urban rooms around the area but you I sing you, you are my sunshine well, no, I've, I've, I've sung, like, other songs. Like, I've sung... So you end up singing, which is exactly what you say your like parents Like, rock with you, you or with. you are the sunshine of my life, things right. like that. How, di- how did you sing at a funeral? Were you crying? Uh, no, it was actually more or less just... It, it was just... I, I didn't really... I had to kind of be nudged. Like, I just went ahead and just sung it. Just, just like I was singing it in my room, like, kind of almost singing it with my eyes closed. Was like, everybody just, else crying around you? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. How old were you at the time? I was, like, 15. 15-year-old singing, You Are the Sunshine of My Life. At whose funeral again? That's my uncle. Your uncle. Fuck yeah. <laughs> See, that is a pretty creepy situation, but I mean, if you're going to go there, get into it, you know what I mean? Throw a couple tags in at least if you're going to do that. that I mean, because I looked down, I think it was like 45 seconds, and yeah. you hadn't said one joke yet. Yeah. I mean, even if you have, if you're a storyteller, you still need to sprinkle a little bit of humor into that because then it just is a story, you know, so. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Where have you been doing stand-up for four years? Uh, I actually just moved from Philadelphia, so I was doing it out oh. there for about four years. Kind of started working on some different materials, some different ideas. Uh, a couple of comics told me I was actually pretty good at singing, so I just started implementing that in my act more. So Comedians I started... told you that you were good at singing? Like, I, I did a couple of shows where I actually decided to go ahead and do a bit about uh, going to a karaoke bar with a girl I was going on a date with. And so I started singing some of the songs I did, and I just went into the whole story of her, like, kind of reacting to the song. And some people said, hey, that's kind of funny. You should try to, you know, do some more singing, try to incorporate some songs more into your act. Go ahead and do that. Holy so shit. Started working on oh it. Oh, my God, Rob. That was a long answer. Uh, hey, you asked. Uh, it's true. Fuck, I, sh- I guess I should have known that I was going to get a minute of uh, nothingness. <laughs> Thank you. Rob Lewis, everybody. There he goes. Good job, man. Four years in the game. Hey, sometimes it's rough, people. What am I supposed to do? Four years isn't that long. It's true. Yikes. Um, <laughs> you're going to love this, though. He has the, he has the Twitter handle, at the cool comic. He's that. All one word. He's got it. The cool comic is Rob Lewis, everybody. So uh, follow him on Twitter. Amen to that. Andy was a big influence on me. That movie, uh, Man on the Moon, the next day I was in a library looking up those shady Andy Kaufman books. Like It was a real game changer for me. Only because, well, really only be not style. You know, I saw him when I was like six wrestling. Yeah. Yo, you saw him wrestling. Yeah. Wow, and that's like my favorite stuff that he did. He was so great yeah. at that. He got the shit kicked out of him by some Tennessee girls. <laughs> Big old fat bitches whip his ass. Oh my god. Yeah, I related to him because when I was a little kid, I used I to. I spit uh, on him. You did? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people hated him. Yeah, because they he would, hated him. He'd get the crowd so riled up. Yeah. All you dumb women and hillbillies. Uh huh. Uh huh. He would do this thing, and he was from Hollywood. They knew him from Taxi yeah. already, so he's going, that's right, everybody, I'm a TV star, and you're just a bunch of idiots. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
I'm from Nashville. I don't know nothing. He would just say the most ignorant shit. And then he would get into uh, how stupid their women are. Yeah. And then fight them. Right. I'm, I'm the women's wrestling champion. I'll take on any woman here. You guys can't wrestle. All you can do is the laundry and doing the dishes and peeling potatoes. And he would do this all throughout different cities in the South. Sold out arenas of people just going, fuck you. <laughs> it's the best. There's a great documentary uh, on Netflix or something. It's... Uh, what is that called? It's a Andy Kaufman World Wrestling Champion, something like that. World Champion of women's Man, wrestling. He would. I mean, we. I spit on him. Um, <laughs> I fucking. I hated him. I. I yeah. did. Man, we fucking hated that guy. That is so and cool. We, we loved uh, fucking uh, Lawler, Jerry Lawler. Yeah, Jerry uh, the King. Jerry the King Lawler. Fuck was yeah, awesome. the King of Memphis wrestling. Yes, yeah, sir. Absolutely. He, you know, he's still in the game. He does yeah. commentary every, pretty much every night for those guys. You spit on him like a dumb southern redneck. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hands together for your next comedian. He goes by the name of Conrad Adi. Conrad Adi. Is he coming? Here he is. Conrad Adi. Right up here. I like the I like the spotlight. Come up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I recently found out uh, today that my dad is um, a softy. My mom's kind of a stoic. And uh, the reason I found this out is um, my cousin. She she died this morning. And um, the reason uh, yeah. So she died this morning. And um, God. My dad, uh, probably with tears in his eye, was giving us the play-by-play. You know, it does, the prognosis doesn't look well. You know, she, now she's brain dead. Now she's actually, you know, they took her off the life support. Yada yada. yada. And um, so I, I go to, I call my mom. I call him, and he's not picking up. So I call my mom, and I, I say to her, um, you know, what's going on? Is everything okay? And she says, and I go, you know, I heard about, you know, our cousin. She said, um, yeah, they're taking care of it tomorrow. But you've gotten some tickets in the mail. You should take care of them. And it made me realize that my mom, she's very good at compartmentalizing her emotions. My dad's soft. Wow. Uh, fuck yeah. Your cousin died this morning? Yeah. Wow. Well, luckily I know a guy that sings at funerals. So, uh... <laughs> Rob Lewis in the flat. Do you do any black guy funerals? <laughs> you do black Ian Ellis does. Yes, Ian Ellis does black guy everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he might bring some uh, Febreze and a squeegee to the <laughs> event, but uh, man, you and Rob Lewis went uh, mono e monologue. Um, <laughs> that, that was something else. What were you getting at here? What was the uh, what was the big? Uh, what were we what were we winding up for? It slipped my mind. I wrote it this morning, but it's... Um... I bet you did. Your cousin died this morning. You couldn't have written that yesterday. <laughs> Ahead of the news over here. Last time you were on, what you were on before, right? No, it's my first no, time. No, first time? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's the Brian moment of accidental racism. <laughs> oh. That's, that's going to be a jingle. That's a permanent jingle. Once an episode. <laughs> 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 Man, 
<laughs> I remember who I was thinking. Of. I thought for, I thought for sure you had been on the show. Before. He took a bite of your food. He took a bite of his food before talking. You know you're uncomfortable when you just start eating on a podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, I fucking love it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Conrad. So let's talk about it. Where are you from? What's going on? Hey, I'm from uh, San Diego and um, been here since November and accidentally ended up here. Um, <laughs> so. You're out of it today, aren't you, man? You're having no. a hard day, right? <laughs> Were you, sorry, clo- were, you, were you close to this cousin, or is it like one of those black cousins, you know what I mean? Or it's like eighth cousin, but you say your cousins like you're really friends. Uh, All right, I made it weird, guys. <laughs> that, that was not accidental racism. That was on purpose no, racism. No, There's no, a difference. Tony Purposeful Racism. We were pretty close, and I felt this would be a great way to... Vent a little bit. Really? You thought this would be great? (laughs) (laughs) This is not great. Give your best one minute. (laughs) It's topical. I'm I'm retiring this joke, but yeah. You know, it's it's hard. You know, what you did was important as a comedian that you you took some tragedy and in spite of it, you got on stage Mm -hmm. and you you attempted to make something funny. Yep, and that is a huge step in the right direction of being a comic. You can't be shaken. The show must go on. You gotta handle stuff even when it's the hardest of all time. Yep. You know, you you're brave. Good for you. No doubt about it. I really do love that. You know, and to try to roll with something new, to take that chance instead of trying to phone it in with something, you know, it's better to work that muscle of having balls than it is to not have balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, what do you think of Conrad? I thought he, I thought that was a rough set <laughs> to, to come up. But I, I have to, I, I think what you said was spot on. Because, I mean, how many times have you had some bad news and then you still have to go do a set? Yeah. I got, I, I found out right before, um, before I was announced to go on stage that my grandmother had died. Mm. And I was just like, fuck. And it shook me. Um, and that brought up a really good lesson, which is never check your phone right before you're going to yeah. get on stage. Because yeah. yeah. it'll it fuck you up. It's not a good thing. If you get good news, it'll, it'll throw you off. It's bad news. Oh, we found out we were pregnant with our son. 20 yeah. minutes before we had to get on stage, we both had this fucked up show that night. Yeah, I took that EPT test right yeah. before we got on stage. Not a good time. We could have waited after the show. <laughs> That was a fucking bad yeah. move, man. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, the good news is I think you wrote your cousin an obituary tonight. <laughs> and uh, Your father's a softie? I don't know. <laughs> you guys didn't like that? All right. I was, I was going to say you have 99 problems and an obituary ain't one. <laughs> Aww. I kn- I've, I've been waiting 12 years to say that joke and uh, finally found the right opportunity. Are you sure? No. <laughs> okay, okay. No. no, I wrote it seven I seconds it. before I, I said it. Uh, Conrad, um, welcome, man. Thank you. Come back. Uh, come back anytime. Yeah, Very man. fun. Well, Try if to he does, you'll just think he was another black guy that had been here it's before. True. Like. It's true. Yeah, Brian, right. Brian's, Brian's pretty certain this is your 40th time on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <he's up> <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know who I was thinking? I, I, I was thinking that guy that lived with his grandma. 
It works at the oh, strip club. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't they, know why I they do that. look alike. <laughs> no, they really do. They. I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. I know uh, when they look alike. Conrad Audi, everybody. He's on Twitter at Capt Conrado, like short for Captain, but Conrad with an O at the end. C A P T Conrad O. There he goes, Conrad Audi, everybody. This is the part of the show where we uh, move into our two fantastic regulars. We have two young ladies that have been doing a new minute every single week. They're the only two people that get automatic spots. That's awesome. They go with us on the road when we go, and they're, it's always fun to see them uh, watch and grow, or watch them grow. And uh, this week's no different, I do believe. Is there, is there, okay, great. Uh, you know this first girl as the uh, college dropout from Florida. Um, she quit college right before graduating because she came up on Kill Tony for her very first time on stage, and she's been doing comedy ever since all around town and a new right minute on. every single week. It's Kimberly Congdon, everybody. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? Uh, guys, guess what? I, uh, I've been seeing someone lately. Really excited. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. That's a confidence booster. Thank you. I'll see you all after the show. I have been seeing him, and I think pretty soon here, um, he's going to start seeing me back. He's really going to, because I'm walking past a lot, so he's going to pick up the hint pretty, pretty soon. It's going to happen. Um, I, hate, I hate when my boyfriend says... Stop calling me that. I don't know you. That's super weird. Stop freaking out. I knocked. You didn't hear it. I'll get out of your house. Okay, I'm going. Yes, it's your t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. She knows when it's a minute. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. That was punchlines, comedians. Yep. Four or five of them in a minute. You know, when you do, by the way, comedians that, you know, are saying that they do longer sets, if you're doing a three or five minute showcase set and you still haven't hit a punchline in your first minute, then you're not going to get it. You're not going to do anything. Everybody else is going to have multiple punchlines in that first minute. Nothing should take longer than a minute. No. You know? Kim, that was fun. You're in crazy girlfriend mode this week, huh? Yeah. Writing about this. Oh, is this an imaginary boyfriend? Are you really that seeing somebody? A, well, I got really creepy last weekend, and so I figured I should write about how creepy I've been getting. I, I didn't even meet a guy. I saw a guy at an improv show and found him online. Oh, yeah. I saw Whoa, this whole thing. Oh, yeah. And did, did you well, track him down? Well, Okay, see, a lot of guys are telling me not to say anything to him because I'll look desperate. Brian said that. Well, yeah, so I didn't give him my number. Crazy. But um, it, it does. A girl's not supposed to give you your Why? number. Why? <laughs> if, if I didn't say anything to him that night and I just saw him, you he's never going to come up numbers. for my number, right? So I have to ask him or no. You, what are guys? you talking about? What the about? fuck is wrong with You're, you? You think you, you like Why not? fell in love with this guy based off no, of how No, like I just want his number. Why, Why can't I do, do that? You, you You're totally going to get dicked. Because I want it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're totally yeah. going to get dicked. And that's fine. Okay. I'm I know, right? I just yeah. thought I'd... No. <laughs> I just, in case you didn't know, you were totally going to get fucked. Okay, that's great. Awesome. Well, why can't I just ask for a guy's number? Why is that an issue? I'm saying you can. 
Yeah, why not? Yeah, good for you. Knock yourself Thank, out. Thanks. That's the you're, that's you're, the push you needed, I guess. Yeah. You're c- courageous. You're up here talking about it. Why thanks. not get his number? Yeah, yeah. well, I already I, I went the creepy route, so yeah. we're done with it anyways. Let's move on. You're done with what? The whole, the what? whole. <laughs> I think the whole relationship, Tony. <laughs> oh, wow, Stuart moved his mic up. It's interesting. <laughs> Patriot, I've never seen uh, with an actual mic stand at mouth level before in 72 or 73 episodes, whatever this is. But uh, that's amazing. Yeah, well, the the, the stuff inside is not working, so uh, <laughs> his yeah. dick shorted it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that monster white <laughs> that cock po- of th- three and a half inches of thunder. Um, Kim. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Really over it. What's wrong? Nothing. I'm never the creepy one. I'm just amazed, though. You know, I like the creepy. Yeah, you see so many guys, and uh, it's you know, you're you're in you're in Hollywood. You're doing a lot of spots. You're getting around town. So I'm just surprised that like you saw some guy and based off of like this look, like I know, stalking. What's his look? Them What's he look like? What does he look like? He's just hot. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> White or black? Is it is it uh, tan? He's a little fam? bit of both. He's a little bit both. All right. The, the short hair, long hair, clean cut. Um, I, I, I don't I think really we're asking about a dog, Red Band. Yeah. Uh, can we? <laughs> <laughs> Has he been fixed? I've been through enough <laughs> with having to message him. I've been through a lot. Guys. Wow. All right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> She'll be here next week performing Deaf Wanna F. Um, <laughs> anything else for Kim, guys? She's writing a new minute each week. I think that's such a great exercise. Uh, comedians, when the first time they go up on stage, they have five new minutes, and they never get back to that type of uh, courage uh, for years, where they just go up with ten minutes they've never done before. And you're doing a minute every week. Uh, you're on pace. You're Thank you're you. you're so far ahead of your peers uh, just by going through this exercise. Uh, congratulations, and I'm I'm proud of you. I think you're really Thank you. funny. Thank you, you very really much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Lana? I would get crazier. Get get more into the, the stalking part. I liked it. I like yeah. the, like, even get think of some creepier things that you did. Oh, uh, I've done creepy things. Right. Like printed out, printed out the photo and framed it or something like that. Yeah. From Facebook. Right. I like looking at the first profile picture. You click and then you go left. Jesus. And you always get the first one. <laughs> and then you see what they're really about. Wow. Okay, bye. There she goes. <laughs> She's going crazy, everybody, and I like it. I think we're about to I like that. big She's breakthroughs crazy. on the front of Kimberly Congdon. She's on Twitter at Kimberly Congdon, guys. Her so. egg is swole. Yeah, she's got that she's got that that Latina clock is ticking loud. I'm pretty sure the big hand is uh, moving faster than the little hand. That makes no sense. Uh, guys, our other regular always goofy stylings of uh, a regular on this podcast and on dysentery. Uh, put your hands together for Sarah Weinshank, everybody. What's up? I love right before I come on, Brian says, her egg is swole. I feel like that's good. It's a good place to start. Guys, my Lyft driver yesterday showed up with driving gloves. Leather driving gloves. My first thought was not, 
Oh, he takes driving seriously. <laughs> My first thought was, fuck. This is some O.J. Simpson shit right here. <laughs> but I'm still here. So it turns out he does take driving seriously. <laughs> Fooled me. He might also have light OCD. Debatable. All right. So I have a problem with these blogger bitches in LA referring to themselves as gypsies. It's something that I keep saying, like on Instagram, gypsy, gypsy. It's like, do you know what a gypsy is, bitch? (laughs) You're not. (laughs) Was there more to that? Go on. Yeah, I was going to go into what a gypsy is. It's like a nomadic you know, Romanian woman traveling around. I think you around. saw one blog that called it themselves a no, gypsy. lots of blogs. Really? Fashion blogs, yes. You're reading a lot of blogs, huh? A lot of blogs. Fuck. I love your attitude. Yeah. You're just like... Thank you. Yeah, look at me. I'm snarky and I'm... <laughs> That's great. My dad used to buy me isotoner gloves every year as a stocking stuffer. What? And uh, they used to be really popular in the 80s. They, like isotoner gloves, everybody had them uh, for some reason. In Ohio, a lot of people wear them because it's so cold that you want to be able to hold the steering wheel without freezing. But uh, you should look into isotoner. There's a lot of, there's a lot of funny there. If isotoner. Isotoner. All right. Form-fitting gloves. Form-fitting gloves. Did you just tell her to work in isotoner? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't ever do that. Okay. Really? I don't know what the He's fuck I'm talking with about. You. Hey, I'm like, hey, so hey, food. Hey, hey. If you want to be hip, Whatever red come up with said, a 30-year-old yeah. reference. That's what makes you <laughs> hip. No. I mean, just go look at them because it's hilarious. There's a whole lifestyle of people that still wear isotoner. Are you fucking with me? No. And members only jackets, members only too. Jackets. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I love this. I think you're fucking funny. I think that uh, that you think this is proven that the chicks are the fucking best ones at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it. Thank yeah, you. we're creating little monsters here. Yeah, you are. Yeah, they're fucking funny too. Yeah. They know punchlines. They don't take no bullshit. I like both y'all. I think you're fucking great. Thank both you. of you guys are yeah. like strong women too. Yeah. Like you're the one that's owning it, even though you're. you're yeah, like you're a crazy her. bitch. Yeah, you're like I'm going for yeah. it. Right. You're fucking funny, man. I yeah. think both of y'all are hilarious. Thank yeah. you. Congratulations. Thanks. It was definitely nice an awesome, you. awesome set. I love, uh, you've ad- you definitely added a new, uh, you know, I don't get the blogging gypsy thing. No, that's that's crazy talk. But, okay. that, for- yeah. but that 45 <laughs> That will go nowhere. But, okay, um, okay. Yeah, the, the gypsy, gypsy, gypsy. Uh-uh. No, no yeah. Throw that one away. I'm a gypsy. Yeah, no only you were reading fashion blogs, Sarah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I just, I should have extended the Lyft driver thing for the full minute. But I, I ran out of stuff to talk about, so then I What's added a that Lyft gypsy. Driver? It's like an Uber. Oh, right? It's like yeah. an Uber, yeah. except okay. they have a pink mustache. Yeah. They're a little bit cheaper than an Uber. Like, they're, they're the cheapest. Like oh, that, whoa, It's like really? normal people, like, hey, what's up? That's Get not in. even true. It's like the same price. But maybe even explaining what Lyft is, because some places in the country might not even That's have good. that. That's good. You know, like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Shop. Or just, just, just like cab. Uh, or Uber just, or Lyft, like the shitty cab version or whatever, right. yeah. Or you the shittier version of Uber? Should I just say Uber? Is that more mainstream? Mm. No. It, I don't no, think not so. Even. No, I think a lot of people don't know what it is, but you know, why, why leave a spot for any contention at all? Just say a cab. cab. 
Yeah. Yeah, and and cab is it's shorter. Uh, it's one syllable. It's got the K in it. It's it's better. <laughs> cab is it's better. It's got the K in it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Cool. Um, there you go, Sarah Weinshank, everybody. Thanks. She's on like Twitter it, at Princess Shank. The girls are killers, right? Yeah, killers. Guys, sorry to break the news to you, but we did it. That's Kill Tony, everybody. Yeah. Stuart yeah. Thompson, uh, the Iron Patriot this week. You can find him on Twitter. Where at, Stuart? At Stuart B. Thompson. Sure, sure. It's Stuart Any, with you. Anything else coming up you want to promote? Uh, I'll be at Flappers on Wednesday at 930. There you go. Flappers Wednesday 930. How about Ralphie and Lana? What's up? You want to promote anything? Um, I got my special out on iTunes. That's and, right. And I'm going to be on a TV show on uh, True TV called How to Be a Grown-Up in a couple months. That's coming I love out it. next month, actually. Find her album. That's yeah. Lana, L-A-H-N-A. Yeah. yeah. Turner. Ralphie underscore May on Twitter. Hit me up. Let's talk. Thank you guys so much. Thank right, you, thank live you. audience. So much fun. That's Kill Tony, everybody. Elise Lane killed it tonight with sesame, ginger, steak, and tofu stir-fry with baby bok choy and silvered almonds and sticky rice. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great night. See that shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. She said, yeah, can we get married at the mile? I said, look, you need to crawl for your bar. Come and meet me in the bathroom style. And show me why you deserve to have it all. That shit crack. That shit crack. Ain't it, Jay? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.